listen, find a problem and, and we were in a hospital once I broke my back and it was a family doctor owned hospital and it was family. So my wife and daughter there, my daughter was at 10 at the time, great hospital. And she said, Hey, I'd like a milkshake. And they said, we don't have one. We don't have milkshakes. So they called down and, and they had a chef at this one at, at the kitchen. So they made her a milkshake. The next day they had milkshakes on the menu for, for the kids of the family. They fixed that little problem and they made it. And I think it's fixing problems. It's looking for solutions. And then it's just listen, listen to the people around you, you put them in your, in, in your sphere for a reason. You know, you, you hire your attorney, you get your bookkeeper. You have to listen to the people around you. Then you ultimately have to make the right decision. Hey everyone, this is Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the serial entrepreneur that's uh, grown several startups into seven and eight figure businesses, as well as the founder and CEO of Miller IP Law, where he helps startups and small businesses with their patents and trademarks. If you ever need help with yours, just go to strategymeeting.com and grab some time with us to chat. Now today we have another great uh, guest on the podcast, Scott Knudsen. First of all, I have to say he has one of the best backgrounds and the best outfits I think of any guest we've had on here. <laughs> Or if not, if not, if that close, and I may be a bit in, or a bit partial because I'm a small town guy and I like uh, rodeos and cowboys and everything else. So this is a if you're watching it on the video, he has a great outfit and a great background. But now is a bit of a quick introduction to him. So he's a uh, he, by his own words has bounced around a lot throughout his career and done a lot of uh, exciting things. So he graduated from college with a business degree, um, worked for a Fortune 50 company in sales for a period of time. Um, always uh, was doing the th- or doing things on the side love to innovate love to create um he was in rodeos for part of the time as well i think he said that you're that died three times has some concussions maybe even got hit by lightning and he'll clarify for that um and then also there was a, during a, a longest journey um there was a bad drought that happened about eight years um had to uh start to thin his, his herd that he had on his uh ranch or on his uh on his ranch and uh turn that into an opportunity to do some international branding um and uh, to take uh, the horse uh, horses overseas as well so turn that in also did a non-profit with his a daughter in a theater and was doing a part of that started his own brand which is a cowboy entrepreneur a couple of years ago and has been doing some speaking with uh, running nonprofits, writing a book doing a show and a whole bunch of other things so with that much as an introduction welcome on the podcast scott hey Devin, thank you so much for having me on your podcast man it's a great show for sure Absolutely excited to have you on. So I just gave you or gave everybody the quick run or 30 second uh, run through of a much longer journey. So take us back a little bit in time to kind of coming out of college, getting the business degree and how your journey started from there. Absolutely. So coming out of college, I had a business degree and I love business and I've always been somewhat involved in business, different things. Even as a kid, man, I loved it. I love figuring out uh, situations where maybe I could do something to maybe make a little bit of money and, and, uh, and grow from that. And, and in business, you know, when I graduated from Charleston State, uh, that's where we started. We, um, we stayed, we rodeo, we trained horses. We were on the road a lot with that. Worked for the Fortune 50 company in sales and sales management and uh, just took it from there. But uh, it's been a great journey. There's nothing more fun than business. Um, so so now, and that jumped over a whole bunch. So I'm going to unpack that just a little bit. So you, oh, you, came, out, you came out of school and you worked for the Fortune, or Fortune 50 company. You did mm-hmm. sales. How long did you do that for? Uh, 14 years, 14 years. And uh, I loved it, man. I worked my way up and, and uh, we, did, we did great. I enjoyed it. Uh, but it's something whenever I'm speaking now, you know, I talk to the, to the younger guys and people wanting to get into business. 
go try something, go learn and, and, and get your, uh, get your foundation, see what you like network and mm. then get out there and start your business. So no, and I totally agree on all of that. And I think, you know, even if you're doing a full-time job, if you ever have any aspirations of being an entrepreneur, doing your own projects, start doing it. Don't wait to, you don't, you don't have to be full-time on your projects to get going on them. Try it out. Sometimes you'll find out, Hey, I don't like being an entrepreneur. It's not fun. It's not for me. I don't like running everything. And other times you'll say, I love this and this is what I want to do. But until you get going, you'll never know either way. So you, so now you were doing the sales of the fortune 500 or fortune 50 company. Were you doing other, I assume, what were you doing other projects on the side were you doing the rodeo at the time were you doing other businesses or kind of fill us in was that did you start your entrepreneurial journey after the fortune 50 company or while you're working there definitely so we started rodeo even before college and we started training horses for other people before school as well and then we had an education company a franchise we, we grew to a couple of towns in texas and at the same time we started doing the fortune 50 company. it was a great opportunity so we took that job it was a great way to learn. It was a great way to network. It was a great way to see the systems in place for a Fortune 50 company, which is on the inside out. It was a great, great learning opportunity. And, and at that time, you know, we didn't have podcasts like yours and other ways to learn, you know. So I figured we just had to get in there and learn different systems. And that's what we did and implemented some and maybe not some. So, and no, and I think that's cool. Now, one, I'm going to take a short aside. No, it's about your journey, but you did rodeos for a period of time. And I think you mentioned you died three times. Is that right? During, I did, rodeos? man. I, I did. Um, you know, it was just part of, part of that world, you know. Um, uh, and we were hit by lightning down at the barn and we've uh, died, you know, three times. And so you got to help me in. How did you die three times? Because that's not part of my world. And I don't know anybody else who's died three times and lived to tell about I didn't about want it. it to be part of my world either. But, you know, it, it just happened. And uh, but all three times I learned from it. You know, I, I learned um, uh, just so much. But you got to tell me, how did it happen? What, what part of the world? So how did it happen? Or give me an example of how you died, just because I can't let you go without understanding how you died and came back to life. Absolutely. So one was the lightning strike, of course. Um, mm. One was uh, the broken neck. Um, I had a horse flip over on me. And, and the last time, you know, I try to be fit. You know, I think that's part of the journey is to take care of yourself, be fit, be mentally competent as best you can. So when you're doing your job, our job as an entrepreneur is not eight hours. It can be 12, 15 every day. And, you know, I wanted to be fit. So I carried this water bottle with me and uh, plastic water, big jug. And I uh, cleaned it out and drinking that water, working out. Well, I was slowly killing myself because I wasn't bleaching. it. I didn't know to. Mm -hmm. And I got the E. coli and some other things and, and it, it got me. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't do anything silly. I thought I was taking care of myself, but it, it kind of backfired on me. But um, <laughs> So yeah. you tried to be healthy and it killed you. So maybe yeah, that's maybe the takeaway is don't be healthy. Just do whatever you want because it's going to kill you either way. Get you some chocolate pie and just enjoy <laughs> it. You know? but, uh, All right. For the listeners, I don't really recommend that, but that is yeah, funny. So. Yeah. And yeah. now last question, then I'll get back to your journey. When you died each time, did you see the walk towards the light and all of that? Or is that a, a true thing? Because I've never been there, had that experience. So, was, you know, or was it just simply a black and then you came back to, or came back in reality? That's a great question, man. That's a great question. No one's <laughs> ever asked me that. Um, I, there was something, especially the third time, um, there, there was definitely something. Um, I, I could see some things. Um, but, you know, I, when I came back, man, and you know, we were in the hospital for a while after that one as well. You man, you just love on everybody, man. You just look at everything a little bit different. It always was that way, but now you just appreciate every day. 
and, and you know the conversations whether it's business or family it's you just enjoy it so much more like heck i was looking forward to doing this show just because um you know you just enjoy every moment so it, it changed me for the better i mean i was always someone that loved people but this just helped me get through you know uh more no and that and that is cool and i, I said i think that it, that's a great way to look at it is you know now i am all the more appreciative for what i have and what or what's going on with life and to be here and be with family and everything else and so someday I, concept you know and mm. you know in our world in our business world things happen all the time maybe not that severe but stuff happens and when we got hit by lightning we embraced it i mean once we could um write and read again uh we embraced it and that became the the brand of the ranch and that became the brand on the horses on the trucks and that's kind of our story so that was our brand and you know branding is so important in our business i figured that's a true story it means a lot and and we didn't want to run from it and and i think that's so important when you make a mistake it's okay and that's what we talk about and that's that that's what our vision is you make a mistake learn from it tell other people so they don't hopefully have to fall into that trap and go down the road and that's what we did well that's awesome and i, I like the approach of learning from it because I, I i don't know that most people are probably going to get struck by lightning or die three times or anything else but i do think that you're going to hit the bumps and the, uh, the speed bumps and things that, that you don't expect and don't go your way and you can either learn from it and take it or you can you know get down in the dumps and let it or you get you get you down but either way you're going to hit into those so you might as well take it as the opportunity to learn so now getting back to your journey just a bit so now you did sales, you know, with the Fortune 50 company for, you know, or 14 years or whatever you mentioned. Right. Now, at what point did you kind of say, I'm not, I'm going to just go out on my own, do my own thing, do my own entrepreneur thing, build my businesses. Kind of, was there a trigger there? Was it kind of a slow, Hey, enough of what we're doing is taking off that I want to do it full time or kind of, how did you transition over to kind of doing your full-time gig? Yeah. You know, it was just a natural progression. Um, uh, I, I just love what I do and I just want to do more of it. And I had a lot of support from family and friends and, and, and the business world. And uh, like you said, at the beginning, you know, some of the, like the drought that really could have set us back. We just found another market to go to and you just have to be international. And once again, it's kind of, you know, hitting those bumps on the road as an entrepreneur, you just have to figure out a way to be creative and work mm-hmm. around it. And, that makes and sense. We, yeah. We, we love it, man. So, so now you decide, you make that and it's kind of a gradual, gradual transition away from doing the, you know, working for others, working for yourself. Now, what was kind of the initial, hey, this is my full-time gig. This is what I'm focusing on. What was that initial entrance into running, you know, doing everything on your own? It, you know, the initial one, it, it was a little bit scary for sure. I mean, everybody gets nervous, you know, even when I was doing my own thing riding, you know, you'd always get a little bit nervous, but I think it wasn't scared. I think it was more just adrenaline which that's a great thing. And, and I had that. And as I saw the success and people were telling me, you need to do this more and more. We, we, we just listened, you know, and we, we had a good business plan and, and uh, we had the right people around us and uh, we did it. Hmm. So, and, and now what was that first business just out of curiosity? You know, uh, so we, we trained horses, we boarded horses, we, we showed horses. We did, we did a lot of that. And then it transitioned over to the cowboy entrepreneur a couple of years ago. And it's still in the nucleus of the cowboy entrepreneur. That's our main thing now. And but it's branched out where we write for a magazine. We're working on a book. We got the network show. We go around the country speaking. So we have that nucleus. We don't have a bunch of different things. We have the one uh, main thing that branched off, and okay. uh, that's what we focus on. 
So if I were to, if I were to summarize, so you're working with this doing sales Fortune 50 company, you're starting out doing kind of rodeos, doing ranch on the side, you know, or really I always say a side gig is really just a second full time job. But you know, you're doing all of that, and then you say you kind of gradually say, okay, we've got enough business in place, we can support ourselves. We'll kind of this is what we're passionate is drive is we're going to do our own thing. So you started with that nucleus of kind of doing the ranch, doing the horses, and then it built it out from there and kind of continue to add on whether it's the the book and the show and the speaking gig and other things that kind of build out from that nucleus. Is that a fair summary? That's perfect. Yeah, it just kept growing and it always evolves. Any business evolves just like a life, you know, and as it does, the right people come into your life and you you cherish those and listen to those and the ones that aren't uh, maybe the best, you kind of call them out a little bit. You just mm. grow your, your brand. No, that, that definitely makes sense. So now I'm going to, you know, so now remind me, cause we chatted a bit before the podcast, you also got into helping your daughter do a nonprofit th- with theater or kind of how did that fit into everything? Or was that just a oh, side thing or how did that, how did how did that come into play? Absolutely. Yeah. My, so my daughter, she, she's loved to act and sing and dance forever. And they asked me to volunteer at the, the community theater. I don't know anything about it. And I got into it. And it was kind of fun. You know, we do the P&Ls and we get the actors, which are kind of like your employees. And you put up a show and you market it. It was kind of fun. It intrigued me. And I was doing that. And I became president of the board. And uh, I said, why do you have to have starving artists? I don't understand that. Why does a nonprofit have to be a nonprofit? Why do you, I understand the tax purposes, but why do you want to run it that way? So we ran it as a business. You know, we, we raised the price of tickets, we put out a better product, we marketed it right. And all of a sudden we started making more money. Um, during COVID, we stayed open and we did it safely and we, um, we, we just kept growing. And now we're gonna expand the theater to um, triple the footprint. Um, we hired more staff. Um, you know, and that's a lot of fun. One theater of the decade of the whole region of Texas. So it's, it's a great deal, but we just ran as a business. And now when I go around the country talking, I talk to nonprofits in the horse world, you know, that are rescuing horses. And we talk about, you know, fun ways to make more money or get your brand out there as opposed to just trying to make it. Because it's a lot more fun if you have a bottom line that's in, in the black and not the red. <laughs> no, I, I agree. I mean, it, it, you know, it's kind of oh, the old saying is, you know, you know, money can't buy happiness. But I always look at it as money if you don't have any money money you're not going to be happy and so there's there is a diminishing return meaning once you make it so far you know money doesn't have the same return of happiness but if you're if you're a non-profit and you're always struggling you're never having ability to grow it you're never do what you need to to take care of it you're not going to be happy and it's not going to be a successful business so i agree whenever you're going to do something figure out a way to combine your passion with making it profitable and giving a product that people want and then you'll have the best of all worlds that's right. I mean, that's so important. Plus, when you have that income coming in, you can do so much more with it. You know, if we didn't do that at the theater, there was there would be a lot of people not having a job during COVID. And we even added people during COVID. So um, by running it, like you're saying, the right way, where it's for profit, we were able to help a lot of people. So, so now that, that kind of walks, you know, and there's a whole bunch in your journey that we, we jumped, you know, went through in, in quick fashion, but it kind of brings us up to where you're at today of you're doing cowboy entrepreneur. And for, I, I think it's cowboyentrepreneur.com. You also, right. um, you know, doing your speaking gigs, doing your show, doing your books, doing, um, running the nonprofit as, as, as a for-profit. So now, you know, looking kind of a bit into the future, you know, the next six to 12 months kind of, you know, crystal balling it where do you where do you see that heading or where do you see where do you see things going for you I, I just see it getting larger and and just bringing in more people to help us grow and as we grow the company grows and the people get to um, enjoy the benefits of that as well 
um, you know, hopefully we're out on the road a lot more. Um, during COVID, we weren't as much, but we figured out different ways to do it, which, mm. which that helped us, I think is going to help our brand down the road. Uh, I do see more speaking gigs. I do see a lot more writing the articles, the book. I can't wait. Um, network TV. So um, there's there's a lot of exciting stuff going on. And uh, that's, that's the fun part about business, man. That's what I love. It's the mm. energy. And as you bring on more good people around you, um, everything just travels faster. And you don't know where it's going. That's what we're thinking. But somehow our roads, it's not a straight line of success like that ladder of success. It's kind of windy, you know, it goes up and down and back around. All of a sudden you're like, how did I get here? You know, and that's what's so fun about it. So that's our plan. But I'm, I'm willing to change if it's going to help the help the brand. All right. And then I'll, I'll ask the kind of one follow up to that. Any new different or exciting business ideas that you're looking forward to adding on either to the nucleus or kind of like the theater that you're going to go in a different direction that you're saying, Hey, here's something that I just can't, I can't not do. And it's, it's a fun or exciting uh, opportunity in the future. You know, there is, um, the theater's running great and, and my time's almost over. I hate to say that because this one's taking me away. So I want to be fair to everyone, but I love getting the youth involved in our business and learning and, and having mentors. And I'm trying to be out there for them to just ask questions. And, and, and like in, in the circles I am now, I, I might not know all the answers. I don't know all the answers, but I know people that do. You know, so I love working with the youth and I love speaking at universities and, and having interns and, and uh, just helping. And, and, and some of the interns aren't youth. I mean, they're older people, you know, and they, they, they're ready to, for their, their journey. And, uh, but that's what I love. I want to do a lot more of that for mm. sure. No, I think that sounds like a fun, you know, I, it's always fun when you can find a way to be impactful with the people that you're, you know, that you're on the journey with in the sense that, you know, if you can not only, first of all, I always say, you know, you need to, if all you do is chase your passion, you're not going to be successful. And if all you do is chase money, you're not going to be successful. You have to find a way to combine your passions with something that people actually wanting and willing to pay for. And then you've got the best of both worlds. And then even more so, if you can then find a way to make it impactful. So then you kind of get the, the trifecta of, you know, it's, it's, it's your passion about it, you enjoy it, it makes money and you're able to affect other people for the positive are all fun places to go. So so now as we, we kind of gone through your journey and looked a little bit into the future, it's a great transition to jump to the questions I always ask at the end of the podcast, which yeah. the first question I always ask is, along your journey, what was the worst business decision you ever made and what did you learn from it? Man, I made so many. Uh, <laughs> you know, but I think that made me better. So uh, I, I think one of the worst ones, I try to do everything whenever I started my business. All of them, mm -hmm. even the education business, all of them, I try to do it all. And that was, I, I was running like crazy and just a lot of different directions, as opposed to focus on the business and growing the business. And I should have, you know, hired a bookkeeper, had an attorney there to help me and had the right people. And you know, when you start out, you can make excuses in your head, like I can't afford it. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe you find other attorney and another bookkeeper that's starting out, maybe y'all can trade favors, you know, maybe there's a way to be creative. And, and, you know, like I said, back when we started, there wasn't a podcast, you know, we read books to get better. So there's a lot of ways to get more educated. So um, definitely surround yourself with talent. That's going to save so much time. Because No, and, and I like that. To, you know, if you don't know QuickBooks or how to be a bookkeeper or whatever, and you're over there and not trying to do that, well, that's some time you could be doing watching a podcast, reading a book, and getting more educated and setting your plan for tomorrow or the next week. So it kind of sets you behind when you think you're trying to help yourself. No, and I, I absolutely agree with that. And, you know, it's one of those where it was one of those where I think is uh, most entrepreneurs and most, you know, somebody that does a startup or small business, you have a bit of a, 
more than a bit of a type A personality. You always want to get it done. You want it, you want it to get done right. You think you can do it better. You, you, you don't want to spend the money because you're in startup mode and you don't have the money to spend. So you always try and do it yourself. And yet more often than not, you know, there are areas where you can do it yourself or even if it's not perfect. If your marketing is not perfect, maybe you start out and do your own marketing or you do, you know, that. But there are areas where it's much better even early on to get that expert advice because it's going to pay much greater dividends and it's going to avoid those issues. Not only that, I like to your point that it allows you to, grow your business because now you're focusing on the areas you are passionate about. I don't like to do taxes. I don't like to do bookkeeping. And so, you know, if I can find someone else to do that, it frees it up for my time to spend it on the areas that I can drive the most value into the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So now I'm going to jump to the second question, which is if you're talking to somebody that's just getting into a startup or a small business, what would be the one piece of advice you'd give them? Listen, find a problem and, and figure we were in a hospital once I broke my back and it was a family doctor owned hospital and it was family. So my wife and daughter there, my daughter was at 10 at the time, great hospital. And she said, Hey, I'd like a milkshake. And they said, we don't have one. We don't have milkshakes. So they called down and, and they had a chef at this one at the kitchen. So they made her a milkshake. The next day they had milkshakes on the menu for, for the kids of the family. They fixed that little problem and they made it, and I think it's fixing problems. It's looking for solutions. And then it's just listen, listen to the people around you, you put them in your, in, in your sphere for a reason. You know, you, you hire your attorney, you get your bookkeeper, you have to listen to the people around you. Then you ultimately have to make the right decision. No. And I think that that is, it's, it's easy. It's certainly easier said than done because oftentimes you, you, you know, it's, it's harder to listen than you might think in the sense that you just want to go out and do it. You think you know what you're doing. And yet, if you take the time to slow down, listen to what the market is telling, what others are telling, customers are telling you and everything else, then you're going to find those opportunities from because most people don't take the time to listen. So I, I definitely like the slow down, listen, and then take that feedback. And sometimes people's feedback is not always helpful, but you're going to get a lot of good feedback, a lot of helpful feedback that makes your, or makes your journey a lot more successful. Absolutely. Well, now as we wrap up the podcast and always a lot more things, and someday I still want to hear what happened on the last time that you died or what that journey is, maybe off the podcast sometime we'll have to chat, but if people want to, they want to reach out to, they want to find out more. They want to read your book. They want to hire you for a speaking gig. They want to get a a horse from you. They want to be an employee. They want to be a customer. They want to be your uh, investor. They want to be your next best friend, any or all of the above. What's the best way to reach out or find out more? Oh, thanks, Devin. Uh, Website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. And we're on all social media sites under Cowboy Entrepreneur. And they can find us there and they can message us and and text us. And we, we respond to every single one. We make a point of that. So it's important. If, if they're spending their time to get a hold of us, we're going to get back to them. Well, that's awesome. Well, I definitely encourage people to check out the website, check out the socials, reach out, find out more, because there's a lot of, I think, a lot of lessons to learn, a lot you guys are going on that you can learn from, and a lot of fun things just to check out. So well, with that, we'll, uh, we'll go ahead and wrap up the podcast. Thank you again for coming on, Scott. It's been a fun. It's been a pleasure. And now for all of you that are listeners, if you have your own journey to tell and you want to share it, feel free to apply to be on the podcast. Just go to inventiveguest.com. We always love sharing your journeys. Two more things as a listener. One, make sure to click subscribe in your podcast player so you know when all of our awesome episodes come out. And two, leave us a review so other people can find out about all the awesome episodes. Last but not least, if you ever need any help with patents, trademarks, or anything else for the business, just go to strategymedia.com, grab some time with us to chat, and we're always here to help. Thank you again, Scott, and wish the next leg of your journey even better than the last. Thank you, Devin. I appreciate it. It was so much fun having me on. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Absolutely.